Good morning, Ecclesia. Welcome to Reflections with Derek and Zachariah. Today we're going to be going over Psalm 100, verses 1 to 3. We're going to go over a uh, reflection written by Tom for the daily office, and then we're going to talk about our weeks and how the psalm has impacted the way we've thought about the sermon and what we talked about on Tuesday. And then we'll send you off with a prayer and benediction. So, Zachariah, could you please read the excerpt from the psalm today? Yeah, for sure. Psalm 100, verses 1 through 3. Shout for joy to the Lord all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. This is the word of the Lord. And in response, Tom writes, What would our lives look like if we were to choose to shout for joy to the Lord today? Even when we face trouble, our God is never-endingly good, and his love endures forever. May we become aware of the amazing ways in which our faithful God has led us into safe pastures to sustain us. May we choose the Lord as the Lord chooses us. May we choose joy. Reflect upon the goodness of God and challenge yourself to worship in a new way. So this Sunday, God's word reminded us that work is supposed to begin in the garden with God, in his presence. We are to be propelled by his provision to do what we're tasked with each day. And we were reminded to live in a counterintuitive way. We were reminded to rest. And we are reminded to work as if the work was already done. To live as if the new creation were already here. This rhythm is counterintuitive. It's a different way of living than we're used to. And on Tuesday, Zechariah, he Connected this to the work of justice, we are to be peacemakers and to work for justice. And I would venture to say that most of us have been pretty involved, whether it's physically, spiritually, emotionally. We've invested ourselves in the good work of justice that's been unfolding in America. And on top of that, there's all those other things that we're responsible for. Our jobs, our families, our friends, our self-care. So I'm sure it's been pretty hard to rest this week and this month. So Tom asks us, were we able to worship differently this week? When we faced trouble, whether it was tiredness or grief, frustration, burnout, fear, anxiety, betrayal, hopelessness, were we able to praise God differently? Were we able to praise him unexpectedly? Let me rephrase that question a few more times so we can really consider it. In the midst of your toil, did God reveal himself to you this week? Did you happen to notice the Spirit working in you? Did you notice Jesus in the room with you? And were you able to worship him and rest in his presence despite the circumstances? If not, it's okay. 
God's still there with you. And God knows that you need to rest from your work. And sometimes we need to hope in a way that is counterintuitive to our circumstances. Zachariah, you, you drove up here from North Carolina today, or this week, sorry, and you, you had to prepare for your sermon on top of that. So how did resting go for you this week? I'm sure it was harder than usual. Were you able to find unexpected rest? Um, in some ways, for sure. One of the things that I think brought me the most rest, as it were, this week was reconnecting with people that I haven't seen in a really long time. I've been uh, talking with Derek over the phone. We've been doing these Zoom podcasts. But it's really not the same as interacting with somebody face-to-face. Um, I've been hanging out with uh, Tom and Joey and uh, Andrew Bridgman, people that I haven't seen since I left for North Carolina three months ago. It was the reinvigoration of the people of God. That's really what I felt, I think, in terms of rest this week. That ability of reconnecting, seeing people, just that, that community of faith. I think that was that's the most important thing for me in terms of getting some rest in this pretty crazy busy week where I'm not really living in uh, my own place. I don't have my own bed, living on floors, preparing sermons, doing podcasts. <laughs> it's been... It's been exhausting, but it's been very good to see people that I haven't seen. So you would say you were kind of unexpectedly blessed with the presence of people. Um, And because of all this COVID stuff, you know, that's kind of unusual. And it just so happened that the week that was busiest for you was also the week where you had the most people in your life. And that was quite the blessing. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, So for, for my answer to this question... Um, last week I talked about my dad and how he had sent me this email that was infuriating about uh, the protests because he's a little more conservative than I am. And I talked about how I had to tell myself not to respond uh, for the sake of, one, just not being prideful, um, and two, to, to rest, um, too. And so I didn't respond, but then a few days later... Uh, the, the exchange kind of continued over text, and it got more and more aggressive, as I thought it would. And a few days ago, I realized it was getting to a point where it was unhealthy, and I told myself, you know what, I'm just going to let him have the last word, and I'm not going to respond. And for those of us who are prideful like I am, it's hard. It's hard to get to give someone else the last word. Um, but I said, you know what? I literally preached on this. I need to practice what I preach. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, it's counterintuitive because you think that rest will come when you convince the other person. Rest will come when you say that witty thing, that smart thing that will get him to change his mind. That's what, that's what you would think. But I didn't. You know, I let him have the last word. And guess what? Literally last night, he, uh, he texted me. He said, just out of nowhere, I had not said anything to him the past few days. He said, hey, Derek, are there any black charities that I can donate to? Just out of nowhere. Um, And I I think, you know, there's a lot of ways to interpret that. It could be like, oh, you know what, just pray and good things will happen. Um, I don't think that's the best way to look at it. I I think the reality there is God works when we aren't working, right? I could have spent those couple days where I didn't say anything 
working to try to change his mind about this issue, but in the end, it wasn't me. It was never about me. It was never, never about what I was doing. It was, it's God who, who builds the house while we also work alongside him. And I think that was important for me to remember, and I think that was a really unexpected moment of rest and reward for me this week. So yeah, that, that was my story. Zachariah, uh, could you pray us out? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that was, that was definitely worth sharing to see yeah. how God works in our rest. Yeah, let's go to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, we come to you today asking for rest. As we go into this weekend, as we prepare for yet another Sabbath, we ask you for your rest. As we are embattled in today's world with what seems like death and darkness all around us, I pray that you would remind us that you work during our rest as well. Give us the ability to continue in the good work by allowing us rest. Give us the ability to trust that you are working even when we're not. We fall into your mighty hands, God. You are stronger and you are worthy and you can accomplish what needs to be done, Lord. We ask for your intervention. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And we send you off this week with a benediction from Hebrews 4, 14 to 16. This is the NRSV. And God's word says, Since then we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast to our confession. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who in every respect has been tested as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore approach the throne of grace with boldness so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. As you go, may your week be full of the grace and peace of our Lord. Blessings. Blessings.